Lamping here, PHRA's Executive Director. Welcome to P4, People, Purpose, Passion, Pittsburgh. P4 is brought to you by our members and sponsors, Latitude and the University of Pittsburgh Executive MBA Programs and Center for Executive Education. We appreciate their support and we will hear from them throughout the podcast, beginning with the University of Pittsburgh Executive MBA Programs and Center for Executive Education. Especially in times of uncertainty and challenge, America needs exceptional leaders to guide our healthcare institutions. The highly ranked Executive MBA in Healthcare at the Joseph M. Katz Graduate School of Business at the University of Pittsburgh is designed to empower and enable leaders to think critically, make informed decisions, and inspire confidence. Forge your path into healthcare innovation by visiting business.pit.edu slash EMBA healthcare. In this episode, Malcolm will discuss the value of an inclusive environment, the importance of respect, understanding, and building trust to better the lives of others. Welcome back to our session of P4 with the PHRA today. I'm excited to bring Malcolm Nolan into the discussion. And for those of you who know Malcolm, which is most everybody in the Western Pennsylvania area and beyond, you know that beyond his magnificent voice and uh, stellar smile, and inclusive mindset that he does a lot for our community, and he plays a big role throughout this HR realm. So excited to learn more about Malcolm. I think I learned two or three or four things about who he is, what he does, what he likes to do every time we talk in person. So Malcolm Nolan, thanks for joining us today, my friend, and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you for having me, Pete. I truly appreciate it. I'm grateful to be here with you. So tell you a little bit about myself. I am the business relationship director for the Pittsburgh Business Group on Health. I am also the founder and CEO of M. Nolan Enterprise LLC. And I am married and have four children who keeps daddy working day and night. (laughs) Nice, where are you from originally, Malcolm? So I am from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I grew up on the north side of Pittsburgh. That's where I learned the good, the bad, and the ugly. (laughs) Uh, But uh, I lived on the north side for, uh, I was about 12 years old, but that that is home, 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 home. Gotcha. And then uh, kind of the academic path that you went through before you got to where you are today, you know, high school, college, uh, and some of the, the jobs that you had leading up to Uh, Pittsburgh Business Group on Health and M. Nolan. All right. So I went to school at the Creative and Performing Arts, um, where I studied vocal performance in high school. Also attended Carrick High School. Um, So at that time, you can go to, for instance, Carrick High School for my academics. And then in um, in the half day, I could go to Creative and Performing Arts, to Kappa for Creative and Performing Arts for vocal performance. I went to Duquesne University where I studied music, and I also studied music at Boston University Tanglewood Institution in Lenox, Massachusetts, where I um, also studied vocal performance. It was a summer um, program, eight-week summer program. And before working at the Pittsburgh Business Group on Health and doing what I do today with the M. Nolan Enterprise, I was at Citizens Bank for 16 years. 
Um, and before leaving Citizens Bank, I managed 14 to 16 branches at one time, retail branches. And the similarities between what I did at Citizens Bank and what I do today is building relationships. Well, I'd say you're pretty darn good at it. Uh, appreciate so, Nice, nice job. Th thinking real quick before we move on, uh, over on the north side, there's a couple of different good places to eat food. And I've been talking to a lot of folks about uh, best pizza in town. So this is by no means going to be held against you in the court of law. But if you have a, a favorite pizza place kind of in the greater downtown area, north side's cool, um, other areas, what would you say? Well, this is what I'll say. On the north side, on Federal Street, it's no longer there, though. But Pasta 2 on Federal Street on the north side was amazing. They used to have this great steak, cheese steak calzone. It was mm -mm good. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Well, I guess I'll just have to dream about that one. Um, so you're, 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 you're working with companies and you said that you used to manage these, you know, more than a dozen different branches for citizens. What, what brought you to this HR space? We see you, see you at many of the PHRA events, but, but why do you get involved? What is it that draws you to the people? It's, it's actually pretty amazing how it happened. I remember being at my daughter's school at the time, her high school, and um, Jessica Brooks, who was my CEO, um, she, re she um, resigned um, this past December. And at that particular time, I was talking to her and her husband about um, how I felt like there was more for me to do and it's time to make a change. And next thing I know, I get a call from them a couple of weeks later saying, Hey, Malcolm, we'd like you to take a look at this position here at PBGH. We courted each other for about six months. I was able to learn more about PBGH, and they were learn, able to learn about um, me and to see if we were a good fit for each other. And I never saw myself in healthcare at all. I didn't have a healthcare background at all. But what I learned is that I had a lot of transferable skills so a lot of the skills that I learned at Citizens Bank transferred over to PBGH. And again, just building relationships, getting to know people, understand them, and understand what keeps them up at night, what's working well for them. It's what I love to do. I love doing it. And I love this industry. Um, I tell people all the time, I just went from one giant to the next, from banking to healthcare. <laughs> Yeah, you, you definitely did. Those are some of the big ones. So as you've seen kind of from banking to healthcare and, and more, right, at there are different conferences and events, what would you say are some of the biggest trends that people, you know, with an HR title or maybe just leaders in general are, are facing today? Maybe just the top one or two. So top two, mental health. Yeah. And the other one is this great resignation, retention and attracting new employees. Those are the top two. Okay. My top two. Yeah. So that, that's this is this is this is the Malcolm uh, Malcolm Nolan hour. So <laughs> that's exactly what we're looking for here. So what do, you, what do you think the issue is around mental health? We we heard about it. Kind of. What, what's your take on that hot topic? I from what I'm hearing and from what I've experienced for myself, folks are child having all these challenges because they're having a difficult time with 
being free with what's going on with them mentally, um, the struggles they have. Um, they're having a difficult time feeling like what they what they want to share or what they feel like they need to share won't come back to bite them. And so a lot of things that needs to be said isn't being said because of fear of what I what I say may be used against me. And so instead of taking advantage of all these great opportunities that's in our workforce, it's not being utilized. And I hear that from a lot of the HR professionals that folks aren't utilizing the services they have because there's a lack of trust. And so an atmosphere has to be created, an atmosphere has to be set for people to feel free to utilize the service that's been, um, that's been paid for, <laughs> for them to use and simply be free to say, hey, this is what I'm going through. I'm struggling right now. I want to be better. I want to do better, but I need some help. Yeah, so I think you, you said the lack of trust, right? That's our foundation for, for everything here. And you probably got that advice over you know time throughout your extensive career, right? So you, you wouldn't be here and leading these people and impacting all this change uh, without some great people that influenced and kind of guided you uh, on, on your way. So we, we can talk about you know your mentors at another time, but I want to dig into some of your you know career advice. So some of the folks that you know helped you, what, what did they share with you? Good, you know, career guidance and advice that you've either given or received throughout your career, Malcolm. One thing that I've learned, it's important to understand where you want to go. Because if you don't understand where you want to go, people will take you where they want you to go. <laughs> so it's 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 important that we take time to understand our gifts our talents, where we thrive. And if we're not sure, try new things. Uh, keep trying different things till you come to an understanding of what you're passionate about, what you love, what you can, uh, what, you, what, what you wouldn't mind doing um, if you were paid or not, you know? So I think that's so important to find out, to understand yourself, understand your gifts, understand, understand your talents, and then, um, then set yourself, set yourself up to pursue those things. Yeah, that's, that, that's a big one. And it can get a little bit tricky to find those right people in this remote culture. Now, we're not going to, you know, dig into any of those other uh, solutions that could connect in a digital environment. Um, but let's talk about how has this changed, right? So I, I wrote down here, understand where you want to go so people don't take you places we should not be. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, I, I got it. I got it. I can get that advice, but we're kind of in this WFX, right? Work from anywhere. Some people are in the <laughs> office, some are not in the office. Maybe it's, yeah. a, you, know, you know, two days on, three days off, but it is a quasi remote world, whether we like it or not. Yeah. And so what, what's, what's changed? You talked about, you know, the great resignation, attract and retain, right? Huge, huge, huge pieces that are impacting all of us. But in this remote world, we got to keep thinking about our culture. So whenever we think about those important pieces, what's your take on it whenever it goes remote? 
Yeah, so I think for me, an extrovert, uh, it's is I, I love being out there with the with people. I love associating with people, uh, collaborating. I love being you, and you could do that remotely too. But I, I just I, I love being in person. I, I I love 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 everything about it. Now for the introvert, they're like, this is my world. <laughs> Stay at home all day every day. But it's important for the extrovert and the introvert to come together, to learn from each other, to work with each other. I, um, I understand the remote, I get it. And I understand why folks are saying, look, I don't ever wanna go back. Um, but it's so important that we merge the two together. I, I like what I'm hearing from some organizations where they're saying, we're having folks work three days at home, um, and then two days in the office. I think that's great. I think you have to find a way that's going to benefit your employees and the organization. But there's nothing like that in-person um, collaboration, getting to know each other, um, to be able to see each other, um, to reach out and touch each other. <laughs> I just think it's so important. I think it's so important. And again, it's easy for me because I'm an extrovert. I, I, I love meeting with people that uh, I don't know, people that I do know, love walking down the street. I'm that guy, walk down the street, hey, how you doing? And mean it. So when you say, oh, I'm not doing too well, I'm like, oh, I know you just met me, but hey, let's talk. Let's, let, let's get you on the right path. <laughs> you know, that's the type of person I am. Yeah, Malcolm, I don't know how you do it, right? Because uh, you get anytime you talk to somebody, you, you give them the time of day, and there might be two, three, four people that say, "Hey, I, I'm having a tough time," and I've seen you do this on multiple occasions, where you're like, "Hey, let's 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 talk about. It. Let's come off over to the side right here." So I admire that, and a lot of other people do as well, and it's something that's special. So uh, if you got any secrets to how you have like an extra twenty hours a day, just you know, share us, share share that with us. Um, I haven't found the the answer or where, where to buy it yet, so all ears. And you, you mentioned the extroverted piece. I think you have introverted extroverts and extroverted extroverts. Same mm. thing with introverts, right? You can so it's kind of like a, a little four, four four piece panel. And I'd say you are definitely on the extroverted extrovert side myself <laughs> as well. So um, it's always interesting uh, to hear hear that take. But as as you were going through your your last response, sir, you mentioned something about you know bringing people together and yeah. seeing folks. And touching folks and being there, right? Putting a face with a name, with a, uh, a hand, voice, with a handshake, right? All of that, you know, bumping, bumping elbows, and something that is really helping a, a kind of a principle or a guiding concept that's helping a lot of organizations really flourish and, and, and grow is diversity and inclusion. You might add in equity, belonging, and some other uh, words to support that. But um, whenever we talk about bringing our people together, this remote culture in the office, out of the office. What can we do, right? What are some of the steps we can take to positively influence and impact diversity and inclusion in our workplaces? Great question. Love this question. One, respect one another. I might not agree with everything that you do or say or how you live your life, but I can respect how you say or do things or live your life. I can respect it. I can respect you. And I think that is so important 
that we respect each other because when we respect each other, then we value each value each other, and we're not, you know, judgmental or critical. Um, critic, we don't judge or criticize each other. Um, that's another. That's another important thing. Judgment and criticism comes from a lack of understanding. So we need to seek to get an understanding of each other and why we do the things we do, right? And when we when we do that, it makes for a better world, a better culture, because I'm respectful. I'm not judgmental. I'm not criticizing you. I'm seeking to learn, seeking to understand, seeking to grow with you. <laughs> yeah. Quick to respect, slow to judge, focus on trust, and seek first to understand. I love, I love all of that. Um, you know, Malcolm, these are important pieces. And you know, let, let's also do one one more step. So, you know, you you and I, right, from the outside, we look a little bit different, right? And there's so many differences that we don't see. Right. I think you I think you look just like me, Pete. Pete. I'm not sure where you're coming from, but you look just <laughs> Man. But but it's something that, you know, on the inside and the outside, right? So how would we go through something like this uh, in the workplace, right? Of course, there's so much respect, but not all organizations have diversity inside their workplace, right? Yeah. So sometimes we might get into other conferences, other rooms, and it's like, hey, I'm in a new place, right? I don't really know what to do. So what are some of the things that we can do there? Again, right, just easing into it, building that respect, building that trust. Um, you know, what would you say there? I think that, uh, so you know, I went to school for vocal performance. Yeah. I was a singer and I am a singer, I should say. I'm a singer. When and the a dancer. Bass, and a dancer. Let's, and let's a dancer. <laughs> Absolutely. Love to dance. When the bass, the tenor, tenor, the alto and soprano come together, they form a beautiful sound. The bass, tenor, alto, and soprano. Beautiful sound. It's just like people. When you and I come together, Pete, we are stronger together than we could ever be apart. So when I come together for, with you and you bring your culture, you bring your background, you bring your experiences, the things that you've learned, and then I bring mine as well, and then we put that together, we are a force to be reckoned with. And I believe that with all my heart, that when we come together, we are stronger together than we can ever be apart. And you're not like, you're not just like me. I'm not just like you. I don't look like you. You don't look like me. But when we come together, man, we're unstoppable. And that's how I feel. Like you, um, you sent me a message in LinkedIn. You was like, Malcolm, we got to change this world together. And I'm like, yes, we can. <laughs> and so, because we bring so much to the table together. So I, I really believe that with all my heart. Singing the song together and making it happen. I, I, I like this and I get even more fired up every time we talk. Malcolm, before we go into the quick fire uh, questions, can you tell us a little bit about the, the Monday moments uh, and Monday minutes with, with Malcolm? What, what, what is that once we look out for it? So Monday moments with Malcolm. Yes, as a matter of fact, I'll be uh, doing a Monday moments with Malcolm today, submitted one today. So Monday moments with Malcolm. Um, represents the Pittsburgh Business Group on Health. And I am sharing motivational, inspirational, inspirational messages there, as well as talking about the Pittsburgh Business Group on Health and how we can help employers, 
companies um, with their healthcare and their benefits. Okay, and you guys work with uh, small, medium, large organizations. Exactly. Too small, too big. We work with small, medium, and large organizations. Okay, good, good. We'll have to add some more details about PBGH on uh, the, the show notes so everybody else is aware of what's going on um, as, as well. You ready for the uh, quick fire uh, questions to wrap things up? I hope so. <laughs> All right, good luck. Uh, so the first one's a, a book that you're reading or one that you always recommend or frequently recommend to others. So a book that I am reading I'm reading the book of Malcolm. Now, let me tell you what that means. <laughs> I am writing my first book. So I'm writing my first book. So I've been giving a lot of my time and my attention to the book that I'm writing. And our book is all about um, my life and how I grew up, where I've come from, my experiences. Because as I shared with you, I grew up on the, grew up on the North side where I learned the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, so I grew up in a home where my mother was addicted to alcohol and drugs and my mom's boyfriend was. Folks used to come in and out my house. You Literally, my house, literally, my house was a shooting gallery. So folks would be in my kitchen cooking it up and shooting it up in their arms. Um, I was, there was times I was having a difficult time actually getting it, getting into my house because my home was being raided by the police. And so that's what I'm, I'm talking about that in my book to help folks, to encourage folks to let them, let them know no matter where you've come from, no matter what you've experienced, you can make it. So that's what I'm working on. My first book, that's where I'm spending a lot of my time. We'll, we'll have to share some uh, book book notes. Our, our first one's coming out later this year. And Congratulations. Uh, again, you must have, well, thank you. You, you must have bought some more hours in the day because man, she's already super swamped. Uh, but look at, looking forward to that. And uh, we might have to do a follow-up episode as we get closer. I, you know, to the I, book coming out, so. I love that. I would love that. Something else for us to, to think about. Um, all right. So you, you're, you're looking back, uh, you know, to the mirror and you see staring back at you is a younger Malcolm. You're like, hey, yeah. younger, younger self. Here's this advice that I, I'd give you. And uh, what's, what's that song? I wish that I knew what I know now when I was younger. What's yeah. that advice you'd give back to younger Malcolm? That advice would be this. Don't try to please people. <laughs> Don't be a people pleaser. Because I think because of my background and how I grew up, I was always gravitating to trying to make people happy, trying to please folks because I wanted folks to, to like me, appreciate me, see me. And so I was always doing stuff to make other people happy, which I still love doing. I love making folks happy, but not at the expense of me losing myself, me um, being trained and always trying to being afraid of rejection. So yeah, I would say to myself, don't be afraid of making a mistake. And you don't always have to please everybody else. Do your part, do the best you can, but don't be don't be afraid to make a mistake or don't be afraid of rejection. Yeah, it's it's a good one. All right, the last one, a little bit of a curveball in season two on P4 here. Uh, a desk toy that you have over there that you just think is is pretty cool or that you've seen if you're at somebody else's uh, you know office. What, what do you got? What kind of fun? Hey, I don't have a desk toy, right? I don't have a desk toy or one that I've seen. But I will say this. 
at the uh, at the uh, at our last symposium at the Pittsburgh Business Group on Health um, last last symposium, my now president and CEO Mike Stansel was uh, had me giving out rubber duckies. <laughs> we were giving out rubber duckies because he has a jeep. And somebody left a rubber ducky on his Jeep to, to recognize uh, how nice it was and how they thought it was uh, a great Jeep. And so we were giving out rubber duckies. So I would say I have to give me a rubber ducky for my desk. <laughs> there we go. We got to do that. Maybe we'll have some new uh, swag at the next PHRA conference. So, hey, nice. Ma Malcolm, thanks thanks for your, your, your time today, right? Talking to us about the journey from the north side, from banking to healthcare, and walking through the importance of hey, being cognizant of mental health concerns and how that feeds into the great resignation, whether we're in the office or not in the office, and from one extroverted extrovert to another yeah. right it that that trust and the respect is is huge we start off with that whether we look the same or different on the inside on the outside we're people and our job really is to better the lives of others that's why we're here inside of this pittsburgh human resources association is to align the right people with the right uh interests and strengths that they have to the needs of our organization so mm -hmm. thanks for joining us today thanks for leading by example i look forward to seeing you soon and catching up for some lunch. Hey, thank you so much. And thank you, Liz. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Pete. Thank you so much for this, for this um, podcast. People do matter. And at the end of the day, we cannot get any work done if we don't have the right people in place. Are your people connected? Latitude is the one-stop shop people connection software platform. Our software workshops and programming facilitate new employee onboarding, manager 101s, stay interviews, mentorship programs, and peer networking to increase retention, engagement, satisfaction, productivity, profitability, and happiness. Imagine a technology that intersects your calendar with LinkedIn, Zoom, Google Docs, and your CRM. Contact Latitude today to schedule a conversation. The PHRA P4 podcast was created to help build HR readers through discussions with thought and business leaders on the most critical success factor of any business, its people. If you enjoy an episode, please help us spread the word by subscribing to the podcast and providing us a rating. We would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode, tag PHRA, and share it with your followers. Until next time, thank you for